Welcome to episode 23 of Nature Therapy Online. Now, before I start today, I want to say a big thank you to my first ever patrons at patreon.com. So thank you so much to Chris from Liverpool and Pauline also from Liverpool, Lucas in Scotland, and also to Denny over in Philadelphia, USA. So um, thanks so much for donating towards the podcast. I really appreciate it. It's much, much appreciated. So thank you, folks. And I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you're having a lovely day. So what's today's episode all about then? Well, I'm going to try something that I haven't actually done before. And it occurred to me that this is an exercise that I have invited other people to do but yet I've never really done it in a focused way myself. Um, now today I'm at home. I'm in my tiny house here in Midlothian, Scotland, in the kitchen. Um, I've just made myself a cup of tea and I'm going to be walking slowly around the house and I'm going to try to find any signs of life. So, other creatures that might be living here with me, without me knowing about it. So, it's likely that I'm looking for signs of tiny little insects. Um, you know, I'm hoping I don't have a secret mouse infestation. Um, that could be quite an exciting episode if that happens. But, um, it doesn't have to be just inside the house. It could be outside on the walls surrounding the house so I'm opening this one up because it's something as I say I've invited people to do and I've kind of it was inspired because it by uh, my own you know practice I very occasionally I have a little look but I tend to get distracted after a few minutes but I know that other people have enjoyed doing this and I think if you don't have a fear of spiders or you don't you know, object to the idea of maybe finding a little fly or something like that, then it's worth a try. Um, I think it's fascinating. We think that we live alone and and I don't think that we do. Well, I'm pretty sure that we don't. So, so first of all, we'll just say hello to my cat, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Is that, do you want to give us a little purr? Can you hear that? Quite a good pair on Kathy. I think it'd be rude not to say hello to the animals that we, we know live here. Yoro's upstairs, the dog, but I won't disturb him. So, so let's see then. I wonder if this is going to work. Now I'm heading somewhere to see if a little friend of ours is still around. Now in the summer, me and my partner had a, a, a little painting job to do. So we painted on this wall in this 
room of our conservatory. And when I say conservatory, it sounds like I live in a really big house and I don't. It's um, basically the conservatory is about 50% of the space we live in. So, so down there, there was a huge spider. And interesting thing about spiders is that my partner used to be absolutely terrified of them, so frightened. And then we moved into um, a, a flat a few years ago and there was the, the biggest spider you've ever seen in the shed. I mean, this was so huge. And my partner was so afraid of spiders that even if one came on the television, he would have to put the television off and he would jump and, you know, be holding his hands over his face in real anxiety. But after we, you know, found this huge spider and we got used to it being there in the shed, he slowly got over it. And now he actually likes them and wants to look after them. So the reason I'm telling you this story is because I can't see a spider down here. Now, this is in the corner of the conservatory behind the desk where I sit and do some writing and other things. But I can see a lot of webs still there because we were being really careful. We were painting this wall behind the desk and... Um, yeah, we decided that, you know, we really wanted to, you know, preserve this spider's space and not disturb, I was going to say him or him or her or they. I don't know the gender of this spider, folks. But the spider was down there and we really um, did our best not to disturb it too much, hiding in the corner, in the crevice. And... What's striking me as I'm sitting here, I'm kneeling down in the corner of the room, peeping behind the desk against the wall where we painted, is that I don't see the spider, I see its webs, and I have all of these memories and associations with the summer and painting and also associations of my partner's past arachnophobia and how just kneeling down in this conservatory and, and seeing this little piece of web left by this spider. It doesn't look like a fresh web, by the way. It looks very old. It's not, it doesn't look to me like uh, anything useful for this spider. So I don't know if it's here or not, but, but it struck me all of the memories associated with one small insect who shared the space with us who shared this house with us seeing this insect in the summer gave us uh, you know brings up memories and ties into our own personal stories and nature does this we all have associations with all of the things we encounter in nature you know some people would just instantly, you know, be horrified. Other people might look at the webs down there and think, oh my God, I need to get the feather duster and deal with that straight away. I don't deal with cobwebs. I'm, I'm sorry, folks. Um, but 
I kind of, you know, we, we live out in the countryside as well. And all, another thing it makes me think of is that, you know, when it's hot in the summer, it can be really infested our whole village with horse flies. And that's another reason we got to appreciate spiders, because we realised that they were doing us a favour, because these horse flies are, I mean, they really can make your life difficult, trust me. So, so there we go. I've peeped into the corner. You've peeped into my mind. And through this little encounter with an old cobweb, you've learnt all kinds of things, that, associations that I have. So I guess if you do this one later, sometime this week, take a little notebook and note your reactions. How do you feel about, you know, the potential for a little insect here or there living with you? What associations does it have? What does the any animal that you find remind you of? Now I'm going to move somewhere else, away from there, and just, yeah, reiterate with that invitation, you know, this is one of the things about ecotherapy it isn't all just about um it's not all just about spending time in nature and and i'm feeling good i'm feeling more positive i'm feeling better which i believe it does i know i don't just believe i know it does all of those things but sometimes it's also about learning about ourselves learning about well hang on maybe every time that there is a yeah, I see a spider in my house. All of these stories are swimming around in my mind. That's interesting to know. Okay. Now, I want you to come and listen. Can you hear the, can you hear the sparrows? These sparrows live in our roof. And if I opened the door now, they would probably scurry back up. So the roof is really small. It's a really small house, as I mentioned. It doesn't really have an upstairs. It has an attic space. It doesn't really have an, an upstairs, if you like. So the slanted roof ends just before our door. And when we open the door, the sparrows are there. Loads of them. I don't know how many live up there, but they breed in there. And we love it. It's so exciting. Listen to them. For me, I'm moving away from the door now, mainly because I can hear that the uh, the postman is nearby, and you know I don't want him to be be disturbed by me just talking at the door. But you know, going back to another association here, when I was a child in Liverpool, we used to have loads of sparrows. They would be everywhere. But in the cities, I noticed that they started to disappear. And then when we moved into this house and we saw that there were sparrows living in our roof, it made us so happy. It was a bit disturbing at times because some in the beginning, we would be sat there and we would hear this scratching in the roof. And we were like, hang on, what's living up there? You know, that, that sounds really creepy. I'm not sure I like this when I'm trying to sleep. 
But I love the idea that these just above, just above me in this ceiling that I'm looking up at now, there's these beautiful little winged creatures living their own lives, having their own dramas with each other, raising little chicks just above us. And they're living here, they're living within this house with us. Isn't that wild? I didn't even think about the sparrows when I started to do this exercise and, you know, moving away from the spider and just passing the front door, all of a sudden I remembered, hang on, just by hearing them, they were making themselves, let's face it, they're making themselves known. And I thought, wow. See, I love this idea. I love the idea that they're up there nesting and living an entire life. A lot of other people would not like that, you know. I mean, I wonder how you would feel if you had beds living in your roof. I suppose it depends how disturbing they would be to you. But our sparrows don't disturb us. So, you know, folks, I'm going to leave that episode here. I actually, um, I could go on with that. I feel like I've only just started with this exercise. But I want you to try this and I want you to keep a really open mind as to what, um, what other life is in your house or just outside or around in the vicinity that is living here, what's living here with you. And you can define life in any way you like. You know, you could go outside and notice uh, an interesting little wildflower that's growing out of the crevice in the walls or you know there could be some moss on your doorstep you didn't notice what life is living with you right now and how do you feel about that life living with you you know my creaky floor there can't you i'm walking around pacing and also, what are the associations? What stories do you have about the life, you know? Do you have, you know, I've got arachnophobia stories and I've got stories of the decline in sparrow population in my home city leading to me welcoming these birds. You know, there's a reason that these animals uh, stick out to me and, and I have stories and associations. What are your stories and associations with the life around you? In your home, around your home? Get to know your home a little better. And get to know the species. The, uh, your neighbours of another species, that's what I'm trying to say. Most of us know our neighbours, but we don't necessarily know who's actually living with us. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? So, that's everything for this week, folks. I'm going to stop pacing around my kitchen now and talking to you. Um, I hope that you're having a lovely week. And yeah, if you um, are able and, and willing to offer a small monthly donation towards the podcast and help me to make this an ongoing thing and keep it as a permanent fixture, please visit patreon.com. There's the cat trotting by. 
patreon.com forward slash nature therapy online. Um, I offer all kinds of rewards like nature-based tarot readings in the post and we have a nature a nature chat event online once a month where a group of us get together and I offer a small meditation. We talk about different themes from nature. It's very relaxed and chilled. So now that's me for the week. I hope you're doing great. Have a lovely week and enjoy nature, my friends. Take care and bye-bye. Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net